Good morning, everyone. This is Judith A. Cope. You're listening to Mad Love. I don't know. I don't feel like uh, chatting that much today. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Um, I was trying to get in a better mood yesterday. I was actually in a great mood, and then something happened that I don't feel I can share, and it really annoyed me. And And I did cut my refractory time. I didn't stay, you know, thinking about it that long. I didn't immediately put it out of my head like I tell everybody else to do because uh, it was that annoying and it stuck with me for a while. But, you know, it just was irritating. So to wake up and think about it again, excuse me, it just made me irritated right now, <laughs> which is the opposite of what I tell you guys to do. Um, and it's the opposite of what I normally do. But, you know, I'm human. I'm not a perfect person. There are things that frustrate me just like everybody else. And it's hard, you know, to, and no one teaches you this. So meditation has helped me a great deal, but it doesn't change other people. So, you know, you may hear or see or be the brunt of something and you have to process other people's stuff all the time. So, you know, the good thing about meditation is it helps safeguard you and helps keep you on an even keel. Um, but it doesn't stop other people from being themselves, you know, and, you know, there are people around me that just truly have awful personalities and they always have. And, uh, you know, you just have to work around it. It's, it's just ridiculously difficult though. Cause you don't learn about how to do that in school. No one, there's no like, I used to say this all the time on this podcast. Um, there's no life 101 or how to deal with people 101. You know, no one teaches you anything that you can really use, you know, interpersonal skills. Um, and again, your your first, second, third grade teachers can tell who's disassociative, who has learning disabilities, who, you know, teachers could tell us a whole world of information about people and we could design programs and curriculums around that if we could have some sort of individualized school program uh i mean you know who the school shooters are going to be they know before all of us so you know i i don't understand uh why the the education system we've designed has been largely unchanged in a hundred years uh and granted, it was huge when it when it started, you know. This isn't a rant on teachers. I have a lot of friends who are teachers. I I have had good teachers. I've had bad teachers, but I've also had really, really influential and powerful teachers in my life. And um, you know, I just I feel like if we wanna attack societal problems, we need to go where the real problems are at the source and try to fix them there to see effective change, you know? Um, cause once a person is past a certain age, you know, they're, I'm not saying they're incapable of change, but the change will be, um, really, really extraordinarily difficult. And also they got to buy in because if someone is a certain way and, and that's paid off for them in, in ways that matter to them, you know, it's going to be hard for you to walk up and say, listen, Hey, I think I can help you change your life. You know, you're doing all this because your father abandoned you and you lived in a financially insecure home or 
you're looking for love in all the wrong place. You know, nobody wants to hear that at 14, 15, 16, especially if they don't, you know, have any food or money. Um, you know, we had a kid here. I think I think the youngest age I've ever heard for a crime was 10. He was caught doing a breaking and entering with a 14-year-old. I mean, that's a lot to unpack. So anyway, I'm not sure how I got down that road, but... I do believe it is difficult and challenging to master your emotions and how you feel because you're not taught any of that in school, basically is my point. And so you grow up and depending on your personality and your environment, you know, I personally felt like I knew I didn't have the skills, the social skills, the emotional skills that I I needed. I grew up in a fairly... um, emotionally neglectful environment it really wasn't a lot of how do you feel going on nobody really cared about that and so I'm a feeling person obviously that's why I can wake up every day and talk on a podcast um I have feelings and emotions and thoughts and um it was challenging because I remember about I don't know, I guess I was about 19. And I was like, you know what? I feel like my wires. I mean, initially when I got to Howard, when I was 17, I knew I wasn't properly, I just didn't have the emotional maturity uh, that I wanted to have that other people seem to have. And then by 19, I was like, okay, I need to change. I got to make changes. This is you know, I'm socially stunted and I'm stunting myself. I'm unhappy and I need to figure it out. So about age 19, I started on this journey that I'm still on. Uh, it's a life's work, at least for me, because as you grow, evolve and change, you need different skill sets and an emotional tool toolboxes included in that you need to change emotionally as well. And so, um, you know, I'm not using the rudimentary tools that I started with. But yeah, I still have to go back to the toolbox and, uh, you know, occasionally you need a drill or, you know, <laughs> something elaborate <laughs> to to get down to, to, you know, feeling better and being emotionally equipped for some of the things you have to deal with, especially as an adult. And like I said, American adulthood is designed in this crazy, unsustainable way where you're, you know, you can virtually be pulled in opposing directions on a daily basis and no one thinks it's weird you know um and it's a lot you know when you the way our society is structured you know you're hoping that that there there will be relief and change and people will actually keep their word but it almost feels like there's so many ways to get bought off that I don't know that you can trust anybody to uh, do anything because the the price, I feel like everybody has a price, you know, when you start talking about change from a policy governmental level, are people really going to commit to that? Because there's so much money out here that, you know, and you can legally bribe somebody and it's called, um, it's called lobbying, you know? So, uh, you just wonder like, and this is kind of strange from what I was originally talking about, but I do wonder, I, that was the thought I had just before I got on the podcast is, 
is are there any people out here really trying to affect change or is everybody for sale which sounded a little cynical so I didn't want to go that route and then I was upset about whatever happened to me yesterday so I didn't want to go that route I guess when I don't feel like talking it's because I don't feel like I'm going to be positive and there's enough negative in the world you don't need to come listen to mad love to to be brought down completely but that's where we are today I don't know. It's interesting. Those are things that I think about first. (laughs) And that's what you get. It's fresh out of my brain and it's not always pretty. Um, People can just be rather disappointing, I guess, is the moral of my story today. Not all people, not all the time. Just there are are situations that can be frustrating and um, just really bring you down, you know? Uh, and some of those things are out in the world and some of those things are right there up in your face. (laughs) So you just have to figure out how to be your best self despite all of that, you know? And when everybody's saying live your best life, they don't seem to take into account all the other bullshit that's going on too. You got to live your best life around some bullshit sometimes, you know, it's like an obstacle course, uh, obstacle course which were bigger in the 70s. It feels like everything was an obstacle course on, I can't even say it, um, on TV in the 70s. You know, remember Battle of the Network Stars? They were always on an obstacle course. Gomer Pyle, all these shows just had obstacle courses everywhere. Uh, Private Benjamin, TV show and the movie. Uh, The Army was big in the 70s. There was always some, I don't know, I'm babbling because I'm trying to get in a better mood. I got a lot to do today. And I can't be in a bad mood. I can't afford that. So I'm not in a bad mood. It's just I had some things that were on my mind. And oddly enough, this Bizarro podcast helped me uh, <laughs> get get it out of my system. So, you know, I don't know if there'll be any nutritional value in there for anybody else. But I feel better. And that's all that counts, right? All right. Anyway, I hope you have a wonderful day. Uh we're cruising into May. It's going to be Mother's Day on Sunday. Uh, I have a lot of friends whose moms have passed on. And um, uh, one friend in particular, this is her first Mother's Day without her mom. And I know that's challenging and I know it's difficult. uh, But, you know, you just have to focus on the positives. You know, some of us still have our mothers and some of them are still handfuls. So, you just have to <laughs> you just have to celebrate the way you can celebrate cuz i'm telling you uh, it's a it's just a unique time we're in a very unique time in in history at least i am for sure um and as a caregiver every day is mother's day so yeah yep that's just how i feel about it all right well again it's and soon we'll be right in the middle of may Time really does feel like it's going pretty quickly. So I hope you're safe wherever you are. I hope things are going well. Um, and yeah, that's that's your Thursday. Again, I don't know if other people will feel better from this, but I do. And uh, that that's not nothing. I appreciate uh, just being able to get it out. And I didn't even really get to talk about it because I, I don't feel like I can. Or if I do, it'll just really make me mad. And so... Uh, <laughs> I got, like I said, I got a lot to do. So anyway, I hope everybody has a great day today. Stay strong, stay smart, stay focused. And, you know, I appreciate you guys listening. Uh, The international listeners, 
I I don't know what to say. I do also want to acknowledge that the podcast is now available on Stitcher. Um, I'm looking for a better podcast publisher. No disrespect to Anchor, but the Spotify purchase, it just is so restrictive. And there's things that I want to do that I don't feel like I can do on this platform. I have not found, I am actively looking and I haven't found one that, that is a easier interface to use or, um, or better suited yet. But I do believe there will be a competitor out there that presents something that I want to use. And, uh, we'll see. We'll see. But right now, it's just too restrictive on Spotify uh, with Anchor on Spotify. And I don't even get most of my listeners from Spotify. I get a very small percentage, like 3% of my listeners come through Spotify. The majority come through Apple or come through Apple second. And then the majority comes through this thing that I don't know what it is. And I'm thinking it has something to do with Amazon. Because when I looked at the numbers for my music production team, quietly they probably do their best on Amazon which I would have thought it would have been on Spotify but it's not um Amazon was clearly by far the largest royalty so I I don't know what's going on but a lot of people listen through Amazon I appreciate it I just submitted the podcast um because Spotify is a competitor of Amazon so they don't I don't think they really put it I don't think they intentionally put your podcast on Amazon. So that doesn't work for me. So we'll see how that I mean, I got to figure some stuff out. But yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Anyway, everybody, thanks for listening. And I hope you have a wonderful and amazing day. Please take care of yourselves. And we'll meet back here soon, right? And uh, go Amazon. Uh, You can't find the podcast there yet. But they play a lot of music from our company there. And uh, I'm trying to get the podcast there. Uh, So, yeah. All right. Take care.
gang so jaded might not make it I can't take it, I am hanging out the manger At an angle, how I dangle I'm in danger, find an angel Cause I'm tripping, overdosing Slowly slipping, maybe drifting to a coma It's a hazard, it don't matter It's a habit, like a pattern I'm an addict, got a habit Not sporadic, automatic If you get it, let me hit it Otherwise, when I'm sitting I will fidget till I get it Let me hit it, come on nigga I want it I want it more, I want it stored in my melanin Let me abuse it cause it's music is my heroin It's compelling, I can't help it man, it won't never end It's abusive, using this music like it's heroin I want it more, I want it stored in my melanin Let me abuse it cause it's music is my heroin It's compelling, I can't help it man, it won't never end Different zone when we overdose. I can smell the bullshit through a broken nose. We ain't playing games, going no for O. Me and Zeus putting work, breaking ocean codes. Got the dope taking lower than the ocean flow. American like Afghan poppy farms, but this heroin won't corrode soul, not fade. Can tell it's in your system, head is swimming in rhythm, infinitely flawless. Awesome, what you gon' feel when you get that real deal in your veins. Bitch, your vision, existential, tripping, dangerous as angel dust. You really think we're giving a fuck about anyone that's trying to fill your brain on all the whole shit? Sucker for the rush, caught up in emotion. This the only track you gon' need to feed the dopamine. A heroin is better than the real thing. I mean it. Triple beans clean, can't wait to feel it. Bouncing off the walls, break the ceiling. Fresh air, pressed air, even out. Now you know we need that. I want it more, I want it stored in my melanin. Let me abuse it, cause it's music is my heroin. Oh, wait. Wait.